0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast focused on helping us understand the process of loss and grief with the help of those who are currently living it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 52. Now through this show, you and I will both examine the details we've discovered during our grief journey, share our experiences, the good and the not so good, through the podcast, the blog, and on social media, while building a community that desires more open understanding of what grief is and how it affects us all, and how best to navigate its difficult path. Be sure to join the community, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. Now, if you like what you hear on the show, please share an episode or the podcast with someone that you know, who you know could benefit a community that understands the path they are currently on. So today's episode will be unlike any I've done before. I know it's pretty intriguing, isn't it? But the subject of this episode has come about because of a plan I had which just didn't quite work out. And while formulating thoughts on what to do about it, I realized a very interesting connection with this particular situation and grief. So stay with me and discover more as we examine honesty, the blank page, and being uncomfortable. One daunting aspect of life, and believe me, there are many I know, is the emptiness of a blank page. Another is facing honesty when you'd like to face anything but. So today I'm faced with both, a product of my own doing in fact, and a failure of an idea which just didn't quite go as planned. So what in the world could I possibly be talking about? Trust me, you've you've most likely experienced a bit of this yourself more than once in your lifetime. And in fact, if you are on a grief journey, you're probably finding that grief journey is very much akin to those everyday life experiences I'm about to discuss and that I've already mentioned. And that's the emptiness of a blank page and facing honesty. Now, you see, this podcast episode was going to be me taking you all along for a walk with me. It's something that I do for myself, uh, sometimes in the morning and or at night, most days. It allows me to escape, either escape to a favorite podcast or maybe dive deep into some music that provides for me just the right mood, or maybe when I just need to relax and be mindful for myself at the moment. So I was going to—actually, I did bring you all along for a walk early this past Saturday morning. It was a walk in the north woods of Wisconsin where myself and my boys were at a friend's cottage. It's an annual trek for us. It's on a beautiful lake, and the birds that morning were chirping and carrying on. It was was truly picture-perfect for the eyes and the ears. So, yeah, I brought you along. With a new piece of technology, a nice digital recorder that's small and powerful, the birds sounded wonderful. It was truly audio nature at its best. Well, maybe what I'll do is I'll just drop some audio right about here. You can kind of hear me walking, little breathing there, but the audio, as you can tell in parts, it was actually really nice. The birds were definitely having a good morning. Now, the issue was that I didn't have a windscreen over the mics, and it was obvious. Now, trust me, you would not have wanted to listen to 20 minutes of that. So, it brings me to the honesty part, and where I'm kind of going with this episode. I could have just gone with plan B for the episode, you know, grab another subject matter I might like to talk about, and there are certainly plenty when it comes to demystifying grief, and I could have just chosen never to tell you of my original plan for the episode. But then I thought, no, why not just be honest, transparent even, and just bring you along for the ride I take every week when I turn on the mic. I'm a bit different than most podcasters. I typically choose my topic for an episode based on an experience that I have had in the days before I record. If you are a frequent listener, you may recall episode number 41, where witnessing a simple everyday moment at Costco inspired me to create an episode examining perspective after loss and how it changes because of that experience. In fact, I have podcast friends, several of them, incredible, smart, dynamic, and inspirational people who I am beyond proud to call my friends. They understand where I'm coming from with the idea of being authentic, pulling back the curtain, so to speak, and just being honest. And I realize it usually happens when you're doing a live recording where you have little control and you just make the best of it. You kind of wing it because you have to, and you use what you have because that's what you have. And I've personally experienced moments such as these in my life. You see, I've actually been in a few musicals and operas in another life back in high school and college. I know maybe some of you guys are a little bit uh, surprised about that. So being live on stage and needing to ad-lib in a split moment is something that I've done before, and I understand its value. So why... This episode, why not just push aside the issue no one knew about and move on as though nothing was wrong? Well, because that right there, that is exactly what too many people going through grief are doing today. Too many of you listening to this right now believe that's what you have to do. Push the bad, messy, uncomfortable bits of grief aside. No one would need to know. And then, when you can, you just move on as though nothing was wrong. And maybe it's not an everyday thing, but I'm sure you've all done it at least once, haven't you? Have you ever asked yourself that all-important one-word question? Why? Why do you feel you can't be honest, or transparent, or a bit messy and uncomfortable, I think I know the answer, and it may be slightly different from person to person. I get that. But it all revolves basically around the same idea. People don't want to know the truth. That's it. Many of you might also be thinking, well, because they somehow believe I should be over it by now. Or maybe you're thinking, it makes others uncomfortable. Yeah, I get it. And it it probably does make others uncomfortable. We all have those friends and family members who truly want to know how you are doing and are usually pretty good at listening and even add a positive word or two. Those are priceless people in our lives. They are special and they are authentic because somehow they got the same handbook we got when our loved one died. The one that says grief will be messy, unpredictable, difficult, and painful And that's on the good days. Unfortunately, there are also other people. Not all the same, but they have similarities. Some are quietly uncomfortable and and solve that issue with silence and lack of communication. Others may be wonderful in a social setting as long as they can control and steer the conversation to anything but your loss, to anything but your feelings, and to anything but the elephant in the room. Meanwhile, you are left in the middle of that room, wondering if anyone remembers your person is dead. They're gone, and all you want someone to do is to say their name one more time, and then say it again, and maybe later, once again. You see, this actually reminds me of times when I'm a bit more quiet than normal, And someone comes up to me and asks if I'm okay, that I seem quiet and unlike myself. Now, first and foremost, I need you all to understand, and I need them to know. I appreciate they asked, and I applaud them for going to that uncomfortable place. Please ask me a hundred times if I'm doing okay. I do appreciate that. Now, however, I will be honest with you right now. That question is a difficult question to answer. If you are dealing with grief yourself, you may already understand what I'm about to say. If not, this may be something you've not considered before. And I will admit, I'm about to make that simple question quite complicated, but here it is. Here's my honesty. The question. Are you okay? You seem a little quiet and not like yourself. First thought not expressed verbally ever, is always, no, I'm not. So-and-so is not here. I can never be okay. Then the next thought, why can't I just be quiet? Why is that such a bad thing? For me, this quote-unquote quiet is me being a bit introspective with a moment, a place, perhaps a memory or a feeling brought about by I don't know, a comment or a song or the place that I'm in or just a simple situation. And it it just is. I know that's not a very helpful phrase, but let me say it again in hopes it helps. It just is. It's not that I'm not okay in the moment. And it's not that I am okay. It just is. Now, I'd like to quickly respond to the portion of the question that says I'm being unlike myself. And let me be clear. I'm not offended by the question at all. And I'm grateful that someone notices and is asking. But I will tell you my thoughts on me being not, you know, like myself, unlike myself. I haven't felt like myself for quite a while. I mean, deep, deep down. Because truly, I'm not. In my case, we, my wife and I, were everything. And now I'm much less than everything. For someone who loses a child, I can't imagine them ever feeling like themselves again. They will be a very different version of who they were before and most likely will never quite make it back to who they were then. And that, right there, is grief. In all its messiness, in all of its complication, and in all of its discomfort, that is grief. Now, before I wrap this episode, I need to address the empty blank page a bit more in detail. If you've ever had a paper to write in school, then you know how daunting a blank page can be. For authors and bloggers, podcasters, designers, and content creators, this is a common hurdle to overcome with each and every chapter, every episode, every mark on a page, or or word that they put to paper. The empty, blank page is simply daunting. Now, if you have never lost someone close before, I'd ask you to suspend reality for just a moment. And imagine someone close to you simply not being anymore. A wife or a child or a mother is gone. An empty chair is in their place. An undisturbed bed reminding you each day of their absence a blank post-it note where they usually write a few words of encouragement for your day at school, the emptiness of a blank page, and in turn, the emptiness of life, or the absence thereof. Sometime after loss, it now becomes a page for which we are challenged to write upon ourselves, an image, some words, perhaps a new story. Whether to carry on a tradition or keep their memory near, we must find a way to make the next mark on that page. And that, my friends, is what I have challenged myself to do. Make a mark on that page. As I did when I first sat in front of this mic and hit the record button in April of 2021, for the past several months, I have chosen to do something a bit out of my comfort zone. And actually, by saying what I'm about to say, I've just realized that I'm choosing to dive headfirst into yet another uncomfortable place. You see, I've chosen to let only a few people know about this new project, but something is telling me right now to reveal it to you all. Maybe it's a bit for you, to encourage you to reach past your comfort zone. Maybe maybe it's more for me as the next step to put it out there and to be proud of it. I'm writing a book, and yes, it's real. It's actually eight chapters real right now and still going. I'm sure the next thing I need to answer for you all is what's it about? And I promise to get better at this, but for now, this is how I would describe my book. The working title is Being Grateful, a memoir of second chances, family blending, and new beginnings. In the book, I examine how being mindful of gratefulness has been an ever-present thread in the life Colleen and I have built with our children and through our extended families. Life-altering events that we have experienced separately and together have provided us the insight needed to preserve and move forward through life. In the end, we discovered how to grow stronger together through second chances, family blending, and new beginnings neither one of us had ever anticipated. My hope is that this book will will help some readers understand when you think something is over or it's reached its end, perhaps it's a pause in life or a substantial adjustment to find a way to continue with life. To fill those blank pages ahead of you with a new chapter and new stories, while holding space for your history, your memories, and the love you've had. To look back upon and embrace them all while still moving forward one step at a time. So there you have it. You've just witnessed someone stretching themselves into an uncomfortable yet exciting space. And I've survived, and so will you. So now I must ask, what uncomfortable space will you try to conquer this week or perhaps this month? Will you try something you've always wanted to try? Will you research that class you've always wanted to take but never had the time? Or will you find a way, a small but significant way, to put one foot in front of the other and take a step toward life once again? It is all possible even the seemingly impossible. To borrow and adjust a quote from Mary Poppins, my friend Angie's favorite source of inspiration and a good one at that, even the impossible or what you believe today to be impossible. Sometimes adjusting your mindset or your perspective can allow you to see the possibilities. So try that at least once this week and see if you can successfully face that blank page in front of you and make that first mark. Thank you for joining me on the Journey to Grateful podcast. I'm so thankful for you being here each and every week. Please stop by the community and let your voice be heard. Share your story or ask questions. I am so glad to help if I possibly can just simply reach out. Head over to journeytograteful.com slash community to access our social media channels over on Facebook and Instagram. Request to become a guest on the podcast if you'd like or contribute to the blog with your own personal story. While you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation through your grief journey. Also, I invite you to connect with me via email, tim at journeytograteful.com, or call my voicemail. Yes, you can call or you can actually text. The phone number is 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. Come on, go ahead and send me a text. It's really simple. I can respond very easily. I think it's an exciting way to connect. Let's try that. And lastly, I ask if you like the show, please share the podcast with a friend. Take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show if you have the time. It goes a long way to helping this podcast get in front of more and more people who need it. And once again, since I've already quoted Mary Poppins earlier in the episode, I might as well continue the trend and close out the show that way. And she says, Anything can happen if you let it. Now, because this quote reminds me of one given by Amanda Gorman at the inauguration ceremony of President Biden in January 2021, I'd like to add that quote in as well. And she says, There is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. Thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episode for that matter. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.